Episode 4, Season 2 of the Adventures of Power Dog and Dogland. It's getting even weirder. Now my mom is going to pick up from where the story left off. Take it away, Mom! (laughs) Thanks, Hank. I'll do my very best. Now where were we? Ah, yes. You may remember when our story left off, Power Dog and Tuffy were at their favorite spot in Lictopolis, a pizza parlor, video game arcade, and dance floor called Intergalactic Pizza Party. They had both gotten really into dancing recently, and they had just been absolutely dazzled by the amazing moves of this mysterious, maybe a fennec fox dog, dancer. Just as they were about to queue up for a night of sharing and learning sweet moves, the reigning Dogland dance champion, Bearchop, had flung open the heavy double doors and hollered in her great booming voice, President Sandals has been dog-napped! And we'll get back to that in just a moment. Don't worry, dear listeners. We won't leave you hanging for too long. Now, that same night, Taffy had gone to bed early after an exhausting and exhilarating day of swimming with Baba Butaba and Seely. But not long after she drifted into dreamland, she was woken up by a plink, plink, plink at the sea-facing window of her Dogland Seas Institute dorm room. The dorms there were built right above beautiful tide pools that the dogs delicately explored and studied when the tide was out. She opened one eye and looked around their dark room. What time was it? Plink, plink, plink. Little pebbles splashed against her sea-facing window again. She crawled out of her bed and tiptoed quietly over to the window to peer outside. It was dark, but she could see the waves of Dogland's vast ocean reflecting the light of the waxing gibbous moon that was very high above Dogland and held no colleges or dogs in any way. It was one of the moons outside of their atmosphere. And just like here on Earth, There are eight lunar phases this moon goes through in its roughly 29, maybe 30 days long lunar cycle. The four major moon phases are full moon, new moon, first quarter, and last quarter. Between these major phases, there are four minor phases, the waxing crescent, waxing gibbous, waning gibbous, and waning crescent. On this night, The waxing gibbous moon was an almost full moon, so the silvery light that reflected off the dancing ocean waves felt bright and magical. Just as Taffy was becoming mesmerized by the sight of these magical waves, she saw a dog's head bobbing up and down near to her window out in the sea. She threw open her window and hollered, Hello there! Who goes there? And then she heard above the sound of the sea crashing on the rocks below her dorm, Taffy! It's me, Seely! 
Get your fins and come quick. Taffy had gotten better at both her powers of connection and listening, so she recognized the urgency in Celie's voice. And being such an adventurous dog, she grabbed her strap on fins and bounded right out of the dorms and right into the sea to join him as quickly as she could. They paddled up to each other and Taffy asked, What's going on, Celie? Once she was closer, she could see that his face was even more concerned than she had thought. He actually looked really freaked out. I am really freaking out right now, Taffy. You've got to come see this. Celie panted as he pointed a flipper paw out to sea. No amount of asking what was going to help Celie articulate with words what he needed to share with her. And Taffy caught onto this pretty quickly. She just nodded in agreement, pointed her nose in the same direction, and off they went. Meanwhile, everything after the moment Bear Chop had shouted, President Sandals has been dog-napped, had felt like a blur for Power Dog. Lots of voices of concern, some shouting, and too many questions for anyone to answer. And before he knew it, he was racing down the side streets of Lictopolis again with Tuffy right alongside him. It was beginning to feel like a pattern. And hadn't everything felt so urgent, he might have wondered if he would ever stroll casually and playfully through his home city ever again. Oh, if only we'd ever actually visited them, Tuffy. It would be so much easier to find this place, he said as he leapt over a puddle. The oldest part of Lictopolis felt like a confusing maze with narrow cobblestone streets and unexpected twists and turns. Yeah, should we just start hollering, Condro? questioned Tuffy, sounding increasingly worried. There, shouted Power Dog as he pointed his nose and a paw towards a small house. I see the fennec flag over the door. Yes, Tuffy said, perking up. They said to look for that flag. They approached the small house with a flag bearing the outline of Meowie and a shadowy fennec fox dog figure. They approached it cautiously and knocked on the door. Condro, now former leader of the fennec fox dogs, opened the door. Well, hello, dogs, said the calm, small, and mighty fennec, as if they'd been waiting all evening for Power Dog and Tuffy to show up. The pups, who had since learned a thing or two about diplomacy, both leaned down, bowed their heads, nodded, and slowly rose back up. Condro did the same, and they seemed very satisfied that the greeting had been performed so correctly and with such respect. You pups look very concerned, said Condro. Yes, 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 we are, we are, thank you, said Power Dog as politely as possible, but then he cocked his head sideways in confusion as he saw an orange-striped fennec stroll into view from behind Condro. It was someone who looked an awful lot like the mystery dancer. Tuffy gasped. Condro looked over their shoulder and smiled a small smile. I would love for you pups to meet my nibbling, who has surprised me with a visit from Meowie this very day. Nibbling? Nibbling? The two pups asked in unison. The striped individual strode further forward and said, Yes, hello. Condro's twin Maxro is my parent. That makes Condro my pibbling. The two pups nodded slowly, eyes not blinking and not leaving the striped fennec face for even a split second as they took in this information. It had never occurred to them that the fennecs they had met, that had even risked their own hides getting them to safety during the volcanic eruption, had any kids of their own to worry about and look after. Condro spoke up. My nibbling has only just now arrived in Lictopolis to stay with me. Lupo, these are the brave young pups I told you about before. 
Power Dog, and Tuffy. With this introduction, all three nodded and made a polite little bow to each other. Tuffy silently mouthed the name Lupo and then said, I think we have crossed paths before. We saw you dance. Power Dog nodded in agreement and said, yes, and you were amazing. Condro's ears and eyebrows stood straight up as they looked at their nibbling. In fact, this may have been the most emotion the pups had ever seen cross a fennec fox dog's face. Lupo looked at all three faces and said, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't dance or do anything silly like that. Power Dog and Tuffy were so confused. But then Power Dog noticed that Lupo had golden eyes, and the dancer, who certainly seemed to look just like Lupo, had those unusual ice blue eyes. Also, Lupo seemed to have just arrived, and then... Oh, my stars, exclaimed Power Dog. I very nearly forgot why we raced to come find you, Condro. Condro nodded. Yes, the news that President Sandals is missing traveled across town faster than you did. We are ready to take you pups by Fennec Boat down to the islands. Are you ready to go? Power Dog and Tuffy looked at each other, a little confused, and asked, You think we should go? In unison. Condro nodded their head. When we were all at the summit at President Sandal's farm, Power Dog started. Yes, I remember, said Condro. Nothing has changed. I told you to come to me in an emergency, and I am still here for you. But you may also be needed in this emergency. We must all work together again. Power Dog and Tuffy exchanged glances, took a big, deep breath together, and nodded in agreement. My nibbling will come too, as they are not banned from Miaui, and may be able to get answers the rest of us cannot. Lupo seemed to be standing proud, eager, and a little bit taller as Condro said this, and nodded in agreement as well. With that, the four of them were off, scampering through the dark streets of Lictopolis, which were now shiny from the light mist of rain that was starting to fall, something that happened frequently just before the dawn in that part of Dogland. They were headed for the docks where Condro kept their Fennec-powered speedboat for just such a need as this, and they needed to get down to the islands faster than any wings could take them. Meanwhile, Taffy and Seely were swimming as fast as their fins could take them, not saying a word, and Taffy followed Seely's lead, occasionally pleading with him to slow down just a bit so that she could keep up. When Seely finally came to a halt, Taffy had been charging so furiously through the water that she accidentally rolled right over him. He leapt out of the water and came crashing back down, yelling loudly, Watch out! Incoming belly flop! Taffy burst into laughter until Celie's head popped back up out of the water and she could see the reflection of bright rainbow prism lights off of his solemn face. That particular pattern of light, as well as his wide-open, frightened-looking eyes, made her heart skip a beat and her blood run cold. It gave her a visceral memory of something she never wanted to experience again. Seely seemed frozen, staring. Taffy, feeling a sense of dread, turned very slowly and gasped. <gasps> as she saw a gigantic rainbow funnel cloud, exactly like the one she had seen at the College of the Dog Arts when first she met Baba Budaba 
thinking Baraba was a terrible monster. And to be fair, Baba was definitely acting monstrously by almost any standard in any universe or dogiverse. But anyway, the funnel cloud she now saw was bigger than anything she could have ever imagined laying eyes on. Is that? Is that? She started to ask. Seely interrupted, nodding. Yeah, yeah, that's where Meowie is supposed to be. All right, that's it for now. We will continue this story in our next episode. And now I'm joined by my co-author and seven-year-old, Hank. Hi, Hank. Hello. Hank, do you like it when we talk about the phases of the moon? Um, yes. Want to know a fun fact about Dogland? Yes, of always. It, it has 20 moons. Wow, really? Mm-hmm. How many of those are floating moons? Um, 19? Uh, no, uh, two. Oh. Two. Oh, that's so cool. I really liked writing about that part of this episode, and I loved making that t shirt that we made that was inspired by this episode. Remember, we made a Howl at the Moon t shirt? You have one? Yeah, I have one. It's black. Uh huh. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. We will post a link to it in our show notes. Yeah? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Are you ready for a moon joke? Mm-hmm. How does a moon cut its hair? Uh. Eclipse it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, listeners. If you liked what you heard, you can see more content at our website, Power Dog Adventures, all one word, dot com. There you can sign up for our infrequently emailed newsletter and also submit any good dog jokes. And we'll be forever grateful if you feel like telling your friends about the show, too. If you are looking for more great shows, then please check out the other members of Kids Listen, a grassroots organization dedicated to high-quality audio for kids and families. There are well over 100 great shows to find there. Ask your grown-up to check out kidslisten.org to find out more. Special thanks to our creative partner, the inimitable Jason Rourke, who makes these stories sound extra good with his wise counsel, recording, sound design, and even original music. This podcast has been made possible in part by funding provided by the Regional Arts and Culture Council in Portland, Oregon. Thank you, Rack. It has been made even more possible by listeners like you. Thank you so much for your support and extra big thanks to our Patreon patrons who get early access to all of our episodes ad-free, as well as goodies and merch and birthday shout-outs at any level of support. We are not joking even a little when we say we could not do this without you. The Adventures of Power Dog and Dogland is created in the ancestral lands of the Cowlitz, Multnomah, Cathlamet, Clackamas, Tumwater, Tualatin, Kalapuya, Wasco, Molala, Watlala, Bands of the Chinook, and other indigenous nations and tribes of the first people who made their homes along the rivers here in what is now called Portland, Oregon. And special thanks to our own Granny and Gramps who helped us write and record our Power Dog theme song that you'll hear at the end of the episode. Hey, Granny and Gramps, what key did y'all say that's in? It's It's in in D for Dogland. Dogland.
dog, he won't give up. Our dog, he won't give up. Chase his problems till they're done. Our dog, he won't give up. When we're chasing danger and we're riding across the seas, sure he's right there leading us up. tales to tell and when we come together all our tales will wag as well woof woof Ooh. 